Are you ready for this power punch lunar eclipse full moon on December 19th, 2021? Come listen to the astrology and energy of this moon and the ways you can use this power wave energy to bring in more passion and release those energetic burdens you have been carrying this year. I would like to welcome you to Mystical Musings with me, Trina Zaragoza, psychic medium of Altered Haven, and let's start unraveling this moon's potent energy. The full moon and lunar eclipse in Taurus is happening on November 19th, 2021. If you live in the mountain times like I do, it's going to be at 1.57 a.m. A lunar eclipse is essentially in an emotional chaotic wild card. It often serves as the catalyst that speeds up change in the symbolic chemical reactions of our lives. Couple a lunar eclipse with the full moon and you ultimately have all the effects of the full moon on steroids. So how will this play out? There will be unexpected and sudden endings. Breakthroughs you didn't even see coming are shocking information bubbling up to the surface. This astrological event is about being spontaneous and having fun versus responsibility. The moon will impact all the zodiac signs, but Scorpio and Taurus are going to feel this the most. Pay attention to that. Scorpio and Taurus are going to feel this the most. Also called the beaver moon because it's the time to set beaver traps before the swamp freezes over to ensure a good supply of warm winter furs. But also, the beavers are now actively preparing for winter. It is sometimes also referred to as the frosty moon or snow moon because of the first signs of winter with their chilly embrace. This particular full moon also comes with a lunar eclipse, like I said before, which is where the moon, sun, and the earth line up, causing the earth's shadow to cast upon the moon. The whole lunar eclipse element makes for a very intense full moon because we will have that Taurus energy mixing in, making a combo of strong emotions flying about. This lunar eclipse is a reset of our emotions, clearing the emotional baggage of the previous six months. It is also kicking off a series of chaotic eclipses that will continue until 2023. We're in for like this domino effect that's coming up for the next, you know, two years. Eclipses tend to come in pairs of opposite signs. The eclipses over the next two years will occur in Tortoise and Scorpio. Two fixed zodiac signs with a very low BS threshold. This gives way to intense, transformative, emotional energy that feels consuming and a bit unsettling. And it pushes you to reclaim what's yours. If you've been sitting on the sidelines, you won't be anymore. These eclipses are going to push you off and make you get into the gameplay. The feeling of impulsiveness will also be intensified. And you will have this urge to go do random things that you usually don't do. Example is like taking the last minute road trip someplace warm and for the weekend when you usually like to stay home and snuggle. Remember, full moons govern our emotional self. This moon will also bring clarity, closure, while we're kind of shifting through the emotions and moving them into hyperdrive. The light of this moon will shed light on hidden information before and offer some clarity to the problems in your life. But don't forget that during a lunar eclipse, the moon's light is blocked, meaning when information comes out, 
you may not have the whole picture because some of it is still being hidden in that dark shadow. Just a reminder, people always get this mixed up. Full moons are for releasing and new moons are for manifestation. So this moon with the eclipse energy will be asking you to let go of a lot of those things and embrace the endings. So there's going to be a lot of transformation, a lot of shifting of stuff. Ask yourself, what can I see that is holding me back from what I want are for becoming the best version of myself. This moon's energy can be very intimidating, but I want you to look at it differently. Instead of seeing all the chaos and, oh my God, the drama that this moon feels like it may bring, I want you to see it for an opportunity to harness the power of change and release. It's a way for the universe to move you towards the positive things that are meant for you just a lot faster. And to do that, you have to clear out the clutter that's in the way. You got to clear it all out. It's kind of like deep cleaning the house so all these other things can, new things can move in. As we have spent most of our adult life and some of our teenage years being responsible, caring peeps like we are, while that's important, there's just sometimes we just want to say F it. And this moon is magnifying that F it energy. Literally, it's Taurus energy, people. So it's going to be that bull, that ram. Be ready this moon. It is lying down some impulsive vibes and the need for deeper connections. So that new relationship will be intensified. You'll feel like that passion dial had just been turned way up. Or we can go to the opposite end with it. That you're just done. Like you're just tired of work and you want to give your notice. You're hitting that limit, that, that breaking point that you're just saying, okay, no more. This is enough. And like I mentioned before, Scorpio and Taurus will be feeling this energy the most. So just be aware and don't go cray cray. You don't need a rap sheet going on right now. But remember, it's good to let loose and loosen those binds that you feel has been restricting. Just do so in a safe and easy manner. The moon is encouraging us to grow immensely and spiritually, but with moderation and a little bit of responsibility of our attitude is also needed. You will see where passion is missing in your life. Whether it's intimate relationships, creative projects, work, friendships, and even with yourself. I think we tend to associate passion with partner relationships and tend not to look at the important relationships that it is with ourselves. Our subconscious mind will allow us to clearly see any relationship dynamics that carry negative feelings or discord in our lives right now. So pay attention. It's going to be highlighted. You're going to have a spotlight on these relationships. How can we look at ways passion is sprinkled into our lives? I want you to kind of get a journal for this piece and sit down and really reflect on these three questions. What makes me happy? What brings me joy in my life that just absolutely just makes me happy? Where do you feel like you thrive the most? Where do you feel you have that immense growth within? And what do you enjoy learning? What just intrigues you and captivates you and you can read about, listen, do for hours on end, have endless conversations about? That is a passion. And after you get an idea of what this passion is, then we want to go into how is that energy, impulsive energy that's going to work for us versus against us. Because remember, we're going to be stepping into some impulsive energy with this full moon. So how are you going to let it work for you? And the best way to find your passion is to take a risk and try something new. Hear that again. 
take a risk and try something new. Oh my God, so scary, right? Change, learning something new, all of that. It can be really intense and really intimidating. Here are some ways to step out of that comfort box and take some of those risks. You know, if you've been wanting to apply for that job, even if it's something you don't have a lot of experience, still submit that that job application. You're not going to be any worse off than where you're at now. And the thing is, you may actually open up a new door for an adventure, for a new job, a, a new place. Start learning that new language. Stop putting it on the back burner. There's so many apps and applications out there. You can do this. They even have a game on the Oculus where you can learn a new language. Go snowboarding. Go try that new sports activity that's always intrigued you. Go step into it. Try it. You're never going to be perfect at anything you first try. It takes time. It takes effort. It takes perseverance. Take that online class that you keep putting off. Oh, I wish. I wish I had the time. You know, do it in small steps. Maybe you can't take that whole certification, but you can take like a mini class and start it that way. Call that cute guy or girl or better yet, ask them out on a date. Be adventure. Like I said, what's the worst they can do is say, no, I'm not interested. Well, it just puts you back in the spot that you're at now. But at least now you know and you won't question and go, what if? And then it just makes you give you that opportunity that you're not pining after that person and you open and explore a different relationship with someone else. Or even yet, they may be just into you. And guess what? You got a relationship going. Take those dancing classes. Go learn how to tango. Go learn how to salsa. Go learn how to move that body and feel that energy moving through it. No more excuses. Do those things you wish you could, but you don't. Oh, I wish I could. I wish I could. I wish I could. And you know those things. We all have that list. If I could do this, if I had time, if I had money, if I had this, I wish I could do this. And so sometimes we got to clear some other stuff out of our life to bring that in. Be creative with it. And like I said, start out small. Maybe you can't do that whole big six-week course, but then they have a weekend course. Be creative with it. Ways you can embrace passion in your life. One of the biggest things is don't stay focused on the things that keep you from doing what you want. Like I was saying, don't focus on, I don't have money. I don't have time. I I don't have a babysitter. I don't have this or that or the excuses we tend to tell ourselves and why we don't do something. This is the time I really want you to step in and gather that courage. Also, knowing what you don't like is just as as powerful as what you do like. Guess what? You can start taking some things off that list. Move past the fear of failure. We get so stuck in our minds that we have to be perfect when we first try something or that we're less than because we we didn't succeed the first time. Failure is just another way of learning that one way didn't work and it's time to look at it in a different way and maybe that other direction or that other way or process that we do it will work. But you will never know that if you just give up after the first time. I want you to consider the risks of settling by settling of not doing. What are you gaining by that? How is that pushing you into your growth of the things that you you call forth for this spiritual empowerment, this spiritual aspects or this growth that you want to see with yourself if you settle of not doing it 
where does that keep your growth? Think about the upside of the change. What is the benefits of doing this? What is the benefits of taking this risk? Make a list. Feel it. Sense it. See it. Be realistic about what could go wrong. You know, we're all human. We're all human in this human experience where we tend to go to worst case scenario, being fatalistic with the outcome of how things will be. But really sit down and have a deep, hard reflection. Okay, what is the worst case scenario? And if that makes you feel better, write it down. So how would that handle? So what if, you know, you took that class and you just really didn't like it? It wasn't for you. Well, now you can take that off your list and it's a learning lesson. So now you go explore something else that is something for you. That's something that intrigues you that you want to go for. You got to let go of what others think. This isn't for them. Like I always tell my children, this is your journey, your life. It doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't matter what their dad thinks. It's how they feel because no matter what, they have to get up. They have to do it. They have to live it. They have to experience it. So what does that look like for them? Even though we tend to have these expectations and ideas of how our kids should live, we're not living their life. They are. And so that's even with us. When we put so much pressure on ourselves of, oh, what would this person think? Or what would my family think? And so it keeps us from moving forward. You're missing on an opportunity of something new, of a new adventure. So I'm going to ask you to let that go and just go. And if you need to keep it a secret, then keep it a secret for a while. Keep it your little joy for you. And then when you feel that it's good and you're ready to share, then share. And I always say share with the people that always cheer you on. You know the ones like your BFF or your your mom or your certain sibling that you have that special relationship with that just says, hey, I got your back. Go do it. Have fun. I can't wait to hear about it. And that's when you know that's who you share it with. If there's someone that is criticizing you or tends to give you the doubts or worries, that's not a person to share it with. Write down the benefits of doing this. That kind of goes up to the upside of change. So kind of write down of like, how would this benefit you? How would this experience bring in something new for you? It could be meeting new people. It could be learning a new skill set. It could be so many different things. That's how I want you to sit down and write a list of how this risk will benefit you. Picture everything going really well. When you do this, don't picture and focus on what could be possibly going bad. I want you to focus on how can it be great? How is this going to bring a different energy into your life, a different perspective, a different view? How is that going to feel? How is that going to bring in that other different energy into your life? So those are the ways that we can kind of step into taking in a risk and how to embrace that passion. And so how do we bring in balance of passion energy and this the release of this energetic junk? First, let's talk a little bit about passion. Passion is represented by the element of fire. Think fire in the belly. It comes from deep inside with no rational reason why we should care or enjoy something so dang much. We just do. Finding your passion takes digging, self-observation, a sense of curiosity, play, and a willingness to experiment. Passion makes you feel alive. 
especially for women that have learned to tone themselves down because they're afraid to be too much. I want you to find that thing that lights you up that has been hidden away. Finding your passion can mean looking back to when you were a child before all the social conditioning and fear and being judged has been set and laid in. Kind of look at what did that child really want to do? Was there something that you wanted to be when you grew up, that imagination? Think about the things that you used to play with and that imagination that came to life. Reconnect to some of that. Passion is instinctual, wild, and free. It doesn't care what anyone else thinks. Passion wants to be seen, heard, and expressed. So let's start shaking and moving into this expressive passion energy. We're going to do this by doing a passion releasing ritual. Supplies you're going to need this is pen paper, rose quartz, citrine, bowl of water, lighter, fire safe bowl, candle. It can be yellow, green, orange, or red for any of the four lower chakras. You just need one candle though. Items to set sacred space with. So if that's herbs, sound, instruments... Whatever that looks like, get that together. And always, when we're getting ready to do ritual, and why is ritual so important? It really helps us move into this intention of really releasing what no longer serves us and to really ignite and help us focus on the ways that we can bring passion into our lives. And so when we do ceremony and ritual, it's kind of cementing that affirmation that intention so we can stay focused in that energy and move with it. Of course, whenever we start any kind of ritual or ceremony, you set sacred space. You're going to light your sacred herbs of sage, palo santos, play sound or use sprays. And then we're going to call in our helping spirits to help clear the space and bring in love and light to the area. Ask for them to bless you and help guide you to the answers that you're seeking with this. And then you're going to sit the in front of the bowl of water. And if you have a rose quartz or citrine or even both, put them into the water to help amplify the energy of the water. And rose quartz is all around love, that love and acceptance. And especially when we're moving into passion, we really want to tap into that center of love. And citrine is a power sunstone, so it also helps bring in that fire energy for passion. But it's also a great little movement stone for us to move into the actions to move into those pieces. So that's why both of those are being called. And when we work with a candles, we have yellows for our solar plex, the power of ourselves. There's red for our root chakra and passion energy just is that red fiery energy. Green is that heart chakra. Like if you really want to come in from that heart space and you use the color green and orange is for our sacral chakra, which is our intuition, our emotions. And since this moon is going to be full of energy, what a great color our candle to work with. So go ahead and light the candle in front of you. And the affirmation I want you to say after you light the candle is, I release what no longer serves me. I am choosing to let go of the energy so possibilities can flow and new energy into my life. I let go of how this will come in and just receive this amazing energy from source, the universe and my guides. I am open to the path of discovery and igniting passion within my life. And then next, you're going to get your pen and paper. 
and feel whatever you need to let go of. Think about each item and I want you to think of where you carry resistance to releasing it. Write what you need to let go out on that piece of paper. Put all that energetic junk down. Bad memories, guilt, shame, fear, all onto that page. And then after you got that all released, I want you to fold it up, light the corner of the paper with the fire from your candle, and watch it burn and toss it into the fire safe bowl or vessel. But really, please practice fire safety when you're doing this. And as you watch it burn, I want you to see everything you listed on the paper and see yourself surrendering to its release. See it going up in the smoke and flames and you will feel a deep transformation is taking place. And then sit in the space for a while. Connect to that energy of that candle. Feel that fire energy that represents passion and feel it being ignited within you. Feel it into your solar plex, into your heart, wherever that looks like for you. And then also see this clean slate has been cleared and now it's ready for this next new moon to bring in manifestation and to seed all the things that you want to come in for 2022. Now take the water and I want you to anoint your chakras from head to toe. You can do it by as a sprinkling from the top of your head or all over your body. You could do that with sacred symbols or sigils, whatever you tend to work with. Just anoint from head to toe. And then after you're, you're not done with the water, so what you're going to do is you're going to then get up and place the water outside in the full moon to charge for at least three hours in the moon's energy. Then when you grab that moon's water, what you're going to do when it's done after the three hours, you're going to add this to either a two ounce spray bottle or a dropper. And it's important when we close, we always close with gratitude. We close with the ideas of being able to see the truth of those blocks of what we need to let go and the abundance of being able to see where passion is needs to be placed into our lives and ignited again. And feel this energy shifting. Sense the lightness of it letting go. And I want you to take a deep breath and welcome the new space you have created for yourself for passion to start growing and building with this new fire within. Use the water every day until the next new moon on December 4th, 2021. So that can be spraying yourself. You can be sprinkling, anointing, putting it in your bath water, you know, putting a few drops in your drinking water. However you want to use that water, you'll be guided to what is best for you. I want to thank you for joining me today. I hope you took some ways to bring in some support during this next full moon lunar eclipse. For more information about me and the types of energetic sessions I offer, please visit my website at www.alteredhaven.com. And just a reminder, I do offer long distance sessions. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can support our platform with a coffee or Venmo ofrenda. And I want to leave you with a little thought tonight. And it's a little quote. And when the day came and when the risk to remain tight in a bud was more painful than the risk it took to blossom. And take those risks. Blossom, people. Leave a like and subscribe.